Ladies, it's now time not only for you to lip sync for your life, but to learn your drunk history. Oh God, I miss saying that. <laughs> Hello, America, and thanks for coming. My name is Seth. What is yours? Hey, it's Jamal. Hi, it's Stony. Hey, you guys. Welcome to a different episode of Thanks for Coming, the Magically Gay podcast. This week, we are bringing you Drunk Herstory, season one. Yes, Queen. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. So as the title suggests, we'll probably be getting drunker throughout the podcast. So uh, hopefully it doesn't turn into a shit show. I apologize in advance. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Times two. <laughs> Um, well, we actually have a special cocktail for you guys, and Stony came up with it, so I'm going to let Stony explain to you about the cocktail and why he chose it. Yeah, so we are, because this is our like new series, Drunk Herstory, we're going to basically have a cocktail, like a signature cocktail for each episode um, in honor of that season's winner. So this season... Oh yeah, we're going to have the Tammy's Tequila Sunrise, right? Mm. No, girl. That is fake drunk history news. Tammy Uh won. Tammy lost... Tammy won our hearts, but not the title. Are you oh. telling me my entire notes are wrong? <laughs> oh, shit. Do we need to press pause you so sure? you can rewatch? <laughs> I are you sure t- you didn't go to Tammy's like YouTube channel? <laughs> I've been watching the Browns, girl. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Well, apparently Tammy didn't win, but, you know. We can debate that later, but I'll let Stoney finish telling us about the signature cocktail for the supposed winner of season one. Uh-oh. Yeah, so the signature cocktail for this episode is called B.B. Zahara's Jungle Kitty Juice. Ooh, <laughs> yum. I think I want one of those. Cameroon. Yeah, so we... I will list out the ingredients here, but we'll put it also in the show notes. So you might want to like press pause on your podcast and I don't know, make this drink and then you can continue. Some reading required. Sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> also, if you're driving, don't do what I'm about to say. So. <laughs> yeah. Don't mix drinks and drive. <laughs> yeah. What she said. <laughs> so BB Zahara's Jungle Kitty Juice. You want one and a half ounces of tequila, one and a half ounces of rum, a half of ounce of of lime juice, a cup of ice. So you need to put that all in like, I don't know, you can use like an eight ounce glass or like a 20 ounce glass, whatever you decide. So after you put all of that in, you want to fill the remainder of your glass with Sprite, like a mixture of Sprite and some type of fruit punch. So it could be like cranberry juice or it could be like high C or like Powerade, something fruity. We did cranberry, for example, with strawberries. Yeah, I used fruit punch powerade zero yum because yeah. i'm watching my womanly figure <laughs> <laughs> yes alternative ingredients so you mix all that together and then maybe put like 
I don't know, like a strawberry in for garnish or whatever you choose. You can do a lime, something to bring out the jungle kitty in yourself. Yeah, maybe a, <laughs> maybe a rabbit's foot. Yeah, rabbit's foot sounds really good. Yeah. You know, I think I made my drink wrong. I just actually poured my glass full of tequila and then put a, a drop of fruit punch in. <laughs> it's like reverse mimosas yeah i think i did this wrong guys (laughs) yeah so i don't know if you decide to make the drink maybe like send us a picture hashtag tfc pod or something yeah yeah so we can see your creation but i think we're gonna post ours tag us yeah this is the mini challenge of the episode so feel free to participate and we will judge (sighs) you yeah this is like on season one when they took selfies with digital cameras (laughs) (laughs) your challenge is do you see these big ass cameras <laughs> position yourself in a sexy way with this chunky ass device in your fingertips right don't get carpal tunnel <laughs> i got carpal tunnel i can't complete the challenge oh no <laughs> my wrist is stuck yeah girl well before we get too into it do you guys want to maybe start this drunk herstory off right and do a shot of tequila i think it's only appropriate cheers ladies <laughs> <laughs> we gotta pour us our shots first yes and i'm the... doing my shot out of the absolute vodka shot glass we've got absolute citron from the interior illusions lounge yeah yes girl we're sponsored <laughs> i love the interior illusions lounge it's so pretty in here so she <laughs> yeah it's very nice there's rue left some of her leftover tic tacs in the corner <laughs> oh yes the tic tac lunch iconic oh yes all right Let's do this, gals. We ready? Yes. Wait, wait. Can we dedicate our shot to one of the season one queens? You can. It can be different ones. Who do you want, Jamal? <sighs> this is hard. I'm going to dedicate this shot to Angina. She Ooh. just was my fave. Yes. All right, Stoney. I am going to dedicate my shot to Chanel because I yes. hate doing shots and I don't like Chanel. Well, rude, but we'll we'll take it. <laughs> you win. Well, I am going to de- dedicate my shot to my true winner of season one, Tammy Brown. And uh, yeah, bottoms up. Take me to Mars, fellas. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Ah. <laughs> <coughs> That was awful. I'm dying. <laughs> this is why oh. I stopped doing that. Oh, no. <clears throat> this is terrible podcasting. Ooh. The kitty juice makes um, a great chaser. Yeah, I need my race chaser, guys. Race chaser. I'm going to pay for that tomorrow. Woo-hoo. All right. <laughs> Let's party. <laughs> ah. Oh, God. All right. So we're going to kind of do an abbreviated recap for you, sort of. We're going to tell you the history of season one. So we have to start this by, well, it starts by showing RuPaul as a boy, sort of kind of, it's giving you the background to the whole show. Mm-hmm. You know, we see, oh, RuPaul's this little boy coming from like nothing into like the supermodel diva of the world, like on top yes. of the world, Miss Bad Bitch. Mm-hmm. She's Miss Thing now. Yes, yeah. Miss Thing Henny. It's yes. almost as if... It was like if you've never heard of RuPaul and you're reading her Wikipedia page. <laughs> Basically. <Yeah. laughs> if you're reading her Ru Wikipedia page. Then... Yeah, that's like super biased and yeah. like over the top. 
RuPaul is the richest human being in the entire world. <laughs> All right, so let's start this by kind of giving just our first impressions of the girls' entrances. I think that's a, a fun way to start. So the first queen into the workroom was, I think, Chanel. Chanel, you can just tell right off the bat, she is not here to play. She wants to crown. She's going to step on whoever she needs to to get to it. And she's going to be a fierce competition. I was, I was into it as soon as she walked in yeah yeah i thought she was it was nice to see her um i wasn't like super annoyed with her at first so like (laughs) good job chanel for not yeah at first over the top in the beginning (laughs) yeah for me i thought that uh chanel looks kind of like a bitchy real housewives of new jersey type chick oh yeah like she's definitely the Teresa guidis or however you say her name of the group judice yes so (laughs) next we have nina flowers what did you think of her? Nina is just super exciting because you haven't seen anything like her. So you're just immediately sucked in because who is she? I have to know. Yeah, I feel like Nina is an evil person. <laughs> just what? watching her. Like she just looks like a dominatrix, but yeah. I, like her style, which I, I love. It's just, it's like, um I don't know. We haven't seen like somebody like her much on Drag Race. If to like be the evil queen had a little sister or something. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting to see her style too, because she's also from Colorado, like Evie. So I feel like I can definitely see similarities in their drag. Oh yeah. So I like Nina Flowers. She's sort of like the artsy sort of um she's the Sasha Velour of season one, maybe you could say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So next let's talk about Rebecca Glasscock. <laughs> Rebecca, she's, I don't know, like, Rebecca's beautiful, but she just seems a little stiff to me. Yeah, she, like, came in wearing her best wet seal or Forever 21. (laughs) (laughs) Probably a combination of both. Yeah. But this was 2009, so. This is 2009. Like, I feel like a lot of the queens were still, like, stuck in, like, the early 2000s. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Or even the 80s. Oh, yeah. They're like, it's Britney, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, this is Lady Gaga playing. (laughs) But, uh, But, yeah, Rebecca Glasscock, she was wearing, like, very basic, like, just like girl jeans and like a nice like top that you would see some a girl wearing and we're just like i'm like okay like <laughs> she is very like get in bitch for going shopping definitely so next we have angina what's your first impressions of her angina's cute i thought like oh cute but the personality just shines through so i still was interested in angina yeah i really I really liked Angina this season. I thought her intro look was good. She's, I don't know, she's really interesting. I really hope we get to see her on Drag Race again. Yeah, absolutely. I thought she looked so young in in the season one, like, because we've seen her mm-hmm. since, obviously. And right. she, she, like, was such a little, little thing back then, <laughs> a little pocket gay. Yeah, and I did dedicate my shot to Angina. I liked the overall <laughs> growth that Angina had on season one, and I've liked that... Mm-hmm. Angina's just been out and open in the community since her time on Drag Race. So she's someone I've followed for a very long time. Yes. All right. So next we have Victoria Porkchop Parker serving us <laughs> Bowser Realness. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like every old man on the Guess Who board. <sighs> I wasn't ready. 
I know. I feel like I've seen pork chop at like so many drag shows in the Midwest. Uh, just one of those like no. classic queens that smokes cigarettes in the back and just goes out and performs right A after. Heavy powdered cheek. How you doing, gorgeous? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah, love her though. Love her spirit and her energy. So next we have Akasha. What did you guys think of her? Akasha's another one that's like, okay, she's not going to play. Like, get out of her way. She's not fucking around. Yeah, Akasha... I don't know. She just like cracks me up this season because she's just kind of a hot mess, to be honest. Yeah, she really was. I loved her, though. Like, I think... Um, she was fierce. Yeah, she was very fierce. She was a lot more fierce than I remembered her being. So, oh yeah, pops to your mama. Yeah, I agree, one hundred and ten. I thought that Akasha kind of gave. I just like was having flashbacks. She was giving me Jamal vibes because she was like, <laughs> "Look at Chanel's like flabby butt. Mine is all muscle." <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, "That's like some shit Jamal would do." Be like, I mean, her ass is okay, but mine looks better. <laughs> Some Scorpio shit there. Yeah, for sure. Unashamed, unashamed. Yes. (laughs) The next we have Tammy Brown. Miss Tammy. I like Tammy immediately because you can just tell she's the weirdo. She's going to be giving you something different. And weirdo is just like not your cookie cutter drag queen. She's different. We stan a weirdo on TFC. So naturally, we are all into Miss Tammy. Yeah, I've always loved Tammy Brown. There's something about her. She's almost just like, um, I don't know. She just reminds me of like a murderer or something. Like she's <laughs> going to like kill me. <laughs> like oh, yeah, I, I love know. murderers. Yeah. <laughs> that Dexter to, is cute. No, I was trying to think. Maybe it's this drink already, but I was trying to think who it was. But she reminds me of like Ted Bundy. Like oh, she- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I totally see it. <laughs> wow. Like, I'll write to you in prison. Tammy. Sorry, Tammy. <laughs> my favorite part, I know we're skipping ahead, but my favorite part is when Akash is like, every time I looked out of the corner of my eye, Tammy was just staring at me <laughs> and she would wink at me. <laughs> and then they showed it. And I like lost my shit. <laughs> also, um, so we we watched. I love the, that part too. We watched the recap episode, which wasn't like required viewing for us, but we watched it anyway. Yeah, and. Tammy's audition video was just like, I'm going to be on reality TV and we can watch myself together. And I was just like, <laughs> what is going on? Yes. It was so great. Yes. Her audition tape was epic. <laughs> we love, I, you know, and I didn't always love Tammy Brown. Cause I remember when I first watched season one, I, I, she reminded me of like one of my friends that sort of was like being it felt like she's being weird and quirky just to be weird and quirky. Uh-huh. And so I sort of like, like for some reason, Tammy reminded me of that person. So I was like, initially didn't like Tammy and was happy she got eliminated first. But obviously since then we, you know, I've grown to love her and her quirkiness. And I think that she sort of like reminds me of like, of like how I am, but like not, around people because i'm afraid of people being like wow that kid's really fucking weird yeah and i remember like i liked tammy from the beginning and i've watched now season one three times through so 
each time I like like her even more, but it's because like as soon as she left, I had to know more about her. So mm-hmm. she was another one that I followed for a very long time and did my research on. But yeah, she's just an oddball, and I love that about her. The I will say one thing: the thing with her like hair and how she styles it with the bangs, like with no bangs or yeah. whatever. Very retro. Um, it reminds me of the Kristen Wiig character with the small hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I just pulled up on my phone, but it's just like perfect because she's just like, (laughs) you have to, you have to save that. We're going to post that on the Instagram. Yeah. Go to at TFC pod. We're going to post that. Yeah. I'll save it. But it's, um, every time I see her, I'm just like, oh, that's the Kristen Wiig character on SNL. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's move on to Jade. What did you think of Jade? Jade was very pretty, but Jade was another one that's kind of like reserved to me. I don't know. It's just like, what is there? Like, what? What more? Who is she? She's the Cameron Michaels. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Definitely. Like, I don't know. Jade was just one of those that I I was just like ready for her to go home, like on episode one. (laughs) Oh, no. Girl, she looked fierce in the reunion. So I don't know. She did. hear it (laughs) she looked good she looked good all right next and last but not least is a bibi zahara benet businesswoman realness bibi's walking in here like hi i'm bibi zahara (laughs) hi i'm just uh i'm fresh here from africa um (laughs) right i'm a princess and i look beautiful very that very that she's like here's this vest and a high bustier Yes. She's um she a ruffled like had fringe sleeve star quality from the get go in my opinion. Like I was just like after like a couple challenges, I was like, yeah, she that this makes sense why she won. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she definitely like built throughout the season for sure. Oh yeah. Um, I also thought it was funny how like BB like developed more of an accent like over the season and then even into. <laughs> Like All Stars one, and then uh, the next All Stars, yeah, yeah. She definitely <laughs> became more bougie, like in All Stars three. Even she was just like, "I'm Jungle Kitty." Juju. This is like, yeah. I'm like what? This <laughs> <laughs> is character development. Yeah, which is nice though, because I mean, how boring would it be if she was like, "Hi, I'm BB." She was like basically like the Valentina of Africa, like in season one. So my ancestry DNA says that I also am from Cameroon. Cameroon. The large majority. So what if shout BB's out to your, your cousin, BB. <laughs> it's very possible. <laughs> Is that possible? <laughs> I don't know. Could you know. imagine? Let's look. Maybe we can get BB to do the ancestry.com and confirm yeah. whether they're related. Yeah, yeah. we'll compare our family trees. <laughs> Right. If anybody can have, like, next time somebody goes see BB live, just have her spit in one of those cups for us. Yeah. <laughs> Send it to tfcpod at gmail.com. What a psycho. We're going to have to, like, pay for yeah, them to send be it bailed out of jail. To our P.O. box, and then we will uh, do something with it. I yeah. We can't tell you, but there will be conclusive results, and that I can guarantee you. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we'll like reveal it on like Maury. You're not the father. <laughs> you are not the father. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then they have Jamal do the full like Jungle Kitty performance, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I had prepared this special performance for you, Dad. <laughs> I would. 
<laughs> oh my gosh all right so so back to season one <laughs> we're never getting through this episode so also something interesting about season one is they didn't have video messages they had she mail that's right they had the she mail and that was it there was no extra in that way yeah it was like super problematic but it's fine well there was a lot of problematic <laughs> things about season one like the whole overarching theme of season one was you have to look like an actual biological woman like it wasn't like big camp big makeup it was like we want you to actually look like a woman they wanted fish for sure yeah like santino is like you have an adam's apple that needs to be shaved off what an annoying (laughs) booger boots bitch yeah pop the rice and throw it in the trash i don't know girl (laughs) but um yeah (laughs) that was the other thing i like always remember like every time rue is like shake the dice and steal the rice i was like fuck off (laughs) rue <laughs> You're like, no. She did like will every not. time. <laughs> I was like, I'm over this. Santino fucking sucks. I will yeah. No one likes Santino. Sorry, listeners. No one likes Santino. The judges that they had in the first season were like they were like F list celebrities, yeah. like below like YouTube. Stars. That's very nice of you. Well, they, I mean like not even <laughs> like if they were to brought That's in cute. YouTube celebrity, like I would rather see like Jenna Marbles yeah. or something. Like, <laughs> they were like, oh my god, as a judge. They were like, wow. our special guest this week is the ice cream vendor outside our theater. <laughs> <laughs> Hire us, VH1, if you're listening. <laughs> we know you are. I hear you. I hear some <laughs> static in my ear. I think they're tapped into our line, girl. They are. We were the first ones to do a Drag Race Fantasy League. Fuck what you heard. Well, yeah. can we also, before we get into like the epi- like all the episodes, can we just talk about the f- season one filter in general and how terrible it is? That Vaseline. Yeah. That was, oh no, that was actually the Rise filter from Instagram. Didn't that Rue was you guys using. watch it on iTunes? Did you guys watch on <laughs> iTunes? Amazon. Amazon. Oh, okay. Because I, I remember you guys were watching on your TV and it looked like it was like widescreen. <laughs> well, <coughs> sorry. Sorry, Rude. Sony's vomiting right now. He'll be right back. I don't know. Maybe tequila like makes me like sneeze or something. I swear you're allergic to tequila. Um, <laughs> I yeah. swear he is. But what I didn't understand is like, did the cameras come from like the 70s and they just decided like maybe they're like got a really good deal on the cameras <laughs> and they're just like, this is like we can save, no. you know, a couple thousand dollars if we just they use came these with old a lot. ones. They were like, if you can make them work, you can have them for free. Yes. Uh I don't know, girl. It was like not good. It was like oh, everything was oversaturated, like almost to the point where all the makeup was blown out. Yes, that's a great way to say that. All of the makeup was blown out. It was too bright. That's why I say it was like the rise filter. It was like, oh, here's this severe highlight, girl. Good luck. Yeah. Like and my favorite too <laughs> is also the the back shots of uh, roots like towards the runway, and her hair is so big, it's like blocking like part of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> size queen yeah i don't know and also it just looks like they filmed it like in someone's garage (laughs) (laughs) the runway was so tiny yeah it was like a couple boxes like put on the floor like maybe one foot off the ground some bedazzled crates yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it was it was also like super short and you could tell like there was because even when they would like get be like oh uh nina you're safe and then she would be like um excuse me there's literally i can't get <laughs> i can't get back to the runway right no cartwheels on that stage cameron michaels no girl robbie turner would have ran straight off that stage on the roller skates girl oh good lord oh my gosh oh do you guys hear that sound do you hear it not the sound you guys oh no i think we've reached a trivia roadblock yay you guys so we have a couple trivia roadblocks throughout our drunk history where one of us will ask the others questions and if they get it wrong they have to do a shot. Dun, dun, dun. All right. So here is your question. What season 11 catchphrase originated in season one? Ooh. Is this multiple choice? Ooh. No, you just have to know. Sorry, girl. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't ready. So if we get it, both get it wrong, we both have to do Ooh, a shot. What season yeah. 11 catchphrase originated in season one? Oh, okay. I'm going to guess. Go for it. I'm buzzing in. Okay. Um, What's your answer, girl? Charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. And, oh, that's a good guess. Though. That it. was a good guess, though, to be fair. Jamal. Okay. I'm going to say bring back my girls. And, <laughs> the correct answer was opulence you Uh, own everything oh my gosh no shit we're like Uh, we're gonna go back and record that clip and put it on our instagram (laughs) was that ever said again because i don't know other seasons i swear it wasn't it wasn't and it was said originally in season one by nina flowers yeah that's true because i remember when (laughs) nina said it as well all right bitches Jamal Woo-hoo. and I need to do the shot. Oh, <laughs> Two no. shots of absolute citron. Hashtag Ugh. spawn. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, these drunk what a troll. Drunk herstories, like I don't know how often we can do this because my body is a temple and right now this is not good. <laughs> I can already feel my body shutting down. <laughs> my temple's so trashed. <laughs> Wow, I thought you guys would get that one like super easy. I mean, technically our answers were right though because they did say Christmas. They did, but that was not the answer we were looking for. No, queen. yeah, this poll season is eleven catchphrase. No, good job, Seth. That was right. a good one. You ready to take this? Stupid not shot? really, but what can you do? Bottoms up, gals. Ooh, Ooh, I like bottoms up. I'm gonna take a drink of my BB Zahara Jungle Kitty Juice. I'm going to chase this citron shot. All right. We got to take a break for a while (laughs) with drinking or just in general. You know, I mean, we can keep going. I'm just like, this is a lot right now. We got to get the trivia question right next time. Yeah. Well, next time, maybe someone else will ask it and then I'll have to take a shot. I get to ask the next one because. (laughs) All right, girl, you let us know when you're ready. (laughs) Also, I'm almost out of jungle kitty juice. So, uh oh. All right, let's do a little more and then we'll take a break. Okay. So. Oh, no, listeners. All right, you guys. So now the first mini challenge is a wet t-shirt contest. And they all have to pose <laughs> on a ta- on a, a, a car outside on the asphalt in the valley. <laughs> mm. 
with the pit crew with the hot and sexy pit crew i think one was called Kenyon. yeah Kenyon? i'm i'm super into this like the guys are hot the queens like i'm sorry i'm scorpio like if you just it's a water sign actually so yeah, <laughs> yeah. if you just like throw the water on any hot person it's gonna be a great time what happened to this pit crew because one that one pit crew guy i'm like bring him back please i mean both <laughs> both can come back because they were both yeah. really hot yeah I mean, rue needs to go into the archive nothing wrong with the current pit crew but i'm just saying like we could use the old pit crew too i like yeah. the vintage daddy i've always dated older yeah girl I, well I, now I, he's probably like 80 <laughs> 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 he's in a walker now <laughs> He's in the nursing home. <laughs> but he still has his six pack. <laughs> He's got enough energy for what's important. Yeah, girl. Even RuPaul was <laughs> standing out there on the on the asphalt and like escorting the girls to their photo shoot. I was like, wow. Right. Ru is even day walking. Well not in full drag, but RuPaul's so mobile. <laughs> I was I like work. They're wasting so much water too during this. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure at the time of the filming, there was a drought in Los Angeles because it was in 2009 and, and I was living in Los Angeles in 2009 and there was a drought and you were like not supposed to water your lawn and right. all this sort of stuff. So Yikes. that's why they're doing it like in the back lot, like undercover. Everyone's watering yeah. their grass at night. Yeah, girl, secretly. <laughs> so uh, I think BB was probably the most angry to get wet. They were all pissed about it, which I mean that's fine because I would be pissed too. But like I thought it was hilarious. Just I like, know Kasha just started stripping. She was like, "Oh hell no!" Yeah, and she just like pulled off her pants, ass all out. I felt that ass though. Yeah, I did too through that screen. Sorry, girl. Yeah, I was like, is this um, season scratch and sniff? Because. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, the shots are taking hold, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm pulling it back together. Okay. Who? But no, B- <laughs> baby, baby, oh, like she pushed through it, but because in the end she got a pretty strong photo. But you can tell in the moment that that was not her gig. Like she was like, "What's going on?" Yeah. She was not happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the main challenge for the first episode was drag on a dime. So they were brought in like lots of like random stuff and stuff from Goodwill and they could just use all of that to do their look. Yeah, which I don't know. They've repeated this over and over on this season. So I guess that's kind of a RuPaul's Drag Race staple at this point. Yeah, that's where it all started. I think um, some people did better than others, of course. Shout out to Goodwill. I used to work there in college. Work. Yes, queen. Got all my looks at Goodwill. Oh, yeah. For all the theme parties. <laughs> Plenty yeah. of togas from Goodwill. Lots of drag uh, drag on a dime for Jamal. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> I think that uh, my favorites from the episode one challenge was Tammy, Jade, and Nina. I liked Nina's. I liked Tammy's. Yeah, I, like I agree. Nina's, although they felt like Nina's was like Christmassy a little bit. I, well, I, I like that... I like that it was different. Like, I thought the same thing, but I was like, she's thinking outside of the box. She's going for it. Yeah. I thought it was okay. I mean, she didn't dress like pork chop. (laughs) (laughs) 
poor pork chop. Or talk <laughs> about <laughs> roadkill. Yeah. She suffered know. the Vanjie effect of the <laughs> first season. <laughs> Sorry, Queen. That was rough. Yeah. yeah. Poor pork chop. Like, what a way to go out. Like, season <laughs> one of Drag Race, episode yeah. one. The, the first pilot, queen. The pilot exit. Yeah, girl. <laughs> Damn. She didn't even get the full runway. It was like. <laughs> Yeah, Rue just kicked her off the edge of the runway and told her to get the fuck out. You're actually done right now. She needs to come back. I, I mean, she's she's made her appearances throughout this the time of this show. For That's sure, true. for sure. You know, we kind of talked a little bit about how it was a little bit problematic. So, the season. So, you know, the whole point of the season as you know said by rupaul was you have to look like a real woman so they tell angina that she's like oh you're more of a boy than a girl you look more like a boy yeah this is problematic because this is um 2009 yes but this is the first time we're seeing drag in the mainstream on tv and at the time wasn't it just on logo yeah mm-hmm. yeah Okay, so like, yeah, VH1 didn't come till much later. So keep that in mind, listeners. And a lot of people didn't have logo. I remember like struggling right. to like because I couldn't really watch. It the was show. one of those extra parts of the cable package, yeah. or you can pirate it online. I had yeah. to like go to a friend's house to watch season one because yep. it was just like, oh well you know, this cable service doesn't have logo. Right. And they were very much like, we want fish. They weren't saying that, but they were like, you need to like present. It's the illusion of a woman. You need to come off as a woman. You need to act like a woman. There are a few queens that um, got notes on like their voices and portrayals of, you know, their versions of womanhood. That's what so I didn't it's like. super problematic kind of. About Santino. Santino was always just like, well, this might have been season two. I don't know. But he was in other seasons. He's been like, oh, you didn't really sound like a woman. It's like, really, bitch? Like, he definitely did that in critique. season two. Like, he gave us a little bit of that in season one, mm-hmm. but it was way more pronounced in season two. Yeah, he ramped up his asshole personality in season two for sure. Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> he called us losers. <laughs> Both of you. You're not walking children in nature. I just got like tequila wave number three. It's Ooh, about to be on. Girl. So <laughs> also, can we just talk about how like Akasha or Santino told Akasha that she looks like she's ready to give a twenty dollar hand job? Yeah, that is like fucked up. Like what okay. <laughs> Y'all, I'm not just playing my race card here, but why are you gonna say that to like a gay black boy doing drag. Right. Like, like a lot anybody. of people that yeah. are disowned from their families and are kicked out on the streets. Like Akasha? It's like, exactly. That's what they have to do to survive. I mean, sure, they can go out and get a regular job, whatever. I hear all of you out there, but you can't really get a job without an address. So if you're homeless, what are you supposed to do? So that was really fucked up and very privileged of him to fucking say. Because he's probably enjoyed his fair share of $10 hand jobs. I mean, Santino sucks, period. He's the worst judge of all time. Yeah. But the second worst judge of all time is also Merle because she just (laughs) provides nothing to the goddamn show at all. So bland. (laughs) So bland. If you open Miss Webster up right now and go to bland, it's Merle's name. I mean, we're 30-ish minutes into this episode and i just said merle's name for the first time like that's how irrelevant she is to everything yeah (laughs) she was a fashion writer and 
somehow managed to get this is like somehow made her qualify to judge drag queens. She's like, I'm here to look at the looks. That's what I'm saying though. Like, even though I'm giving you like, they couldn't even find somebody that was on YouTube. They're like, this bitch literally existed before YouTube. Yeah. (laughs) She's giving me like, I support my gay friends, but I don't think they should get married vibes. Oh, very that. Yeah. She's like, I, don't really i believe marriage is between a man and a woman <laughs> mm-hmm. oh very that thanks hillary <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get this show on the road so nina flowers wins and in season one you got immunity for the next episode that's right congratulations nina i'm looking forward to seeing more of what she's bringing to the table like wow thanks rue for giving immunity for your shitty show yeah (laughs) 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 then uh akasha and pork chop are bottom two they lip sync to RuPaul's new hit song, Supermodel, now available on iTunes. That's right. And Spotify, probably. Yeah, by now. your local record shop. <laughs> yeah, and at the Amoeba. dollar store. <laughs> record store day. <laughs> also. <laughs> I saw an MTV too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Between the hours of midnight and Damn 3 a.m. <laughs> Sorry, we dropped the phone. Oh, God. It's messy Monday already. <laughs> it's all, all Stoney's right. fault. So, um, poor Chop didn't know the words and she got the chop, girl. So she's gone. It was so obvious she didn't know the lyrics. Like, damn, I don't know if they just weren't like manufacturing iPods for them at this time, but she did not know the words. She's like, sorry, I forgot my RCA. She didn't even have a MapQuest lyrics print out. (laughs) Like, she just didn't know. She's like, I didn't get a boombox to listen to this. (laughs) I didn't. My mini disc player wasn't working. I didn't have batteries. <laughs> yes. So let's talk about the mini challenge in season episode two. Uh, Rue gives them the biggest <laughs> digital cameras I've ever seen. <laughs> and she would like say a situation and then they have to take a selfie expressing their reaction. So best selfie wins. Best selfie wins. This is fun because um, the selfie like train, I didn't, I don't feel like took off until after 2009. Right. Well, it was happening in college girl i used to like take selfies with digital but was cameras. it as like hyped as it is now like i guess oh it, no it was like it was like undercover so it was definitely like the, like people were doing them but no one talked about right it. the early stages of the selfie is what i guess i'm saying yeah back in the day when you couldn't really see yourself when you took the selfie so when you're a viewer watching the show you're like oh selfie like why do you want yeah. to take a picture of yourself but that was very much kind of like the culture then like the come up yeah you would have to like pause your game of snake and then get your nokia just positioned just (laughs) right (laughs) i loved snake yes girl so uh you know the winner is on gina and it's basically just like any random selfie anyone could have taken (laughs) it was like nothing special but yeah basically her eyes weren't crooked or fucked up so she was like she's obviously has done this before (laughs) she's clearly worked a digital camera before (laughs) um so 
I think also Akasha wins for mean mugging the camera. <laughs> oh yeah, there's like double yeah. winners because where it was just like Akasha wins for also being like somewhat normal. I think yeah. Rue just really liked Akasha. I mean, she's sort of like the silky nutmeg ganache. Yeah, yeah, that's of fair. sorts. That's a fair assessment. So uh, then because Akasha and Angina win, they get to pick teams and Tammy is picked by Akasha and she is not happy about it. So one thing I thought it was interesting was Tammy goes, oh, I'm with the black girls. Oh, I know. Uh, I heard that and I immediately crunched. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) I thought that too. I was like, what does that mean? But then you have to think like, okay, this is Tammy. Like if you look at her audition tape and I don't, I don't know like Tammy Brown's lineage, but she portrayed kind of like powerful Latina woman and like her impersonations and characters she presented on her audition tape. So I think she has an appreciation for the culture, but I don't think if you're a viewer not knowing that it's going to come off that way. I don't think it, and I think it might've been a, like more of a sign of the times like mm-hmm. things have changed a lot in the last 10 years so like more i don't woke. think she meant anything bad about it no, I, I don't feel like think it so. was it was more just like oh I'm, like i'm with the black women now oh my god yeah i agree i think she does portray mexican culture and i know she has a strong connection with that i believe she is mexican but Please don't hold me wrong. I didn't want to misspeak. So listeners, if you know, let us know. Because I know she does speak fluent Spanish and and I know she really like likes it down there yeah yeah she respects the culture so regardless of tammy's lineage it's coming from a place of respect i think it i think it was more just like into she i mean she was literally stating a fact like she was with the girls but i think it was more just it well it's just more awkward because she's saying what people are thinking yeah and also you have like people out there that do have bad intentions that would be like oh gross i'm with the black people and it's like that's not what she meant like she was just saying i'm with the black girls no yeah next it's it sounds like um akasha you know she's really ignoring tammy's input on their team so tammy's feeling some type of way and even jade felt bad because she couldn't back her up she wasn't the team captain um well she feels like she's being steamrolled because she has like some ideas but then the girls are just kind of like well not that and then just like kind of (laughs) blow past it so she's like damn what can i do or say like am i a part of the group yeah kasha has lots of opinions about how her team should be ran and how things should be done but she doesn't actually do a lot of the work (laughs) so akasha's uh, just there to sit in a chair and look pretty and oversee she doesn't actually like want any responsibility she's like they'll figure it out yeah they know what I want. <laughs> I trust that they will figure it out for me. Yes. That's Akasha. And can we talk about the special guest on season or on episode two, Michelle Williams <laughs> from Destiny's Children? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, Michelle. I would have freaked out too because this is somebody that um, if Miss Beyonce needs a sitter and she's like, hey girl, are you free? Like she's going to call Michelle or Kelly. Yeah. Ugh, I know this I is live. like a big win for Drag Race, to be honest. Like, and oh. early on, I mean, I know like all the poor Michelle like memes and stuff, but I don't know. This was like 2009, not well, that far removed right. from Destiny's Child, right? And it's on Logo, so girl, like this is big time. 
Right, and we've come full circle because recently we know that Shangela has done Beyonce mm-hmm. for Beyonce. So yes, girl, there was lots of Destiny's Child songs and Michelle songs on the show. So yeah, mm-hmm. and basically, Angina, uh, their team are performing "Say My Name, Say My Name." The jam, you know. I see the video you. right now. In say, this baby, I, I love, love you. you. And we got copyright striked. (laughs) Beyonce personally told us to fuck off. Uh, Angina in the lineup looks up like super small. Super tiny, but she's holding her own though. Like she's got a big personality. So she's doing her best and coming through the crowd. Yeah, girl. She is. Um, It was pretty messy, that team though. (laughs) So... It was rough. It was rough. Uh, Akasha, her team performs Independent Woman Part yes. 2. Yes, Charlie's Angels. Yes, girl. I thought it was really funny because they were also kind of messy and Tammy's just sort of like wiggling on her own. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy's like, I'm going to do my best to get through this. Yeah, Tammy's definitely like, where are the white people? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a white Independent <laughs> she's reaching for seasoning but there's none there (laughs) yeah for sure uh yeah so bb uh, i think she was the best lip syncer for either team oh yeah bb shone through from like she came out strong she's one of those queens from her entrance we knew that she was going to be a tough competitor at least very good at certain things or aspects of the competition so i'm not shocked that she performed as well as she did here yeah for sure. So next thing to talk about is another reiteration of their transphobia on season one because Michelle Williams says, I just saw a messy man about Akasha. Yeah, that was that was problematic. I was like, they're, girl. They're all problematic. problematic with trans people. They're just like, why do you look like a man? It's like, girl, this is drag. <laughs> this you is a drag ratio? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I had that in my notes as well. It's like, ooh, girl. I don't oh. know. Yeah. Maybe that's why your gospel career is stronger than your not gospel career. It's just like, Jesus. Yeah. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Shape so, a shade. <laughs> yeah. So... Team Angina wins. They're all safe. And more specifically, Angina won the entire challenge. Props to your mama. Good job, Angina. Coming out strong. Yes, girl. Then uh, Tammy Brown and Akasha are the bottom two. Uh, Tammy does not know one word. She's basically (laughs) the Charlie Hydes of season one. Uh, But at least she moved around a little more than Charlie Hydes did. She definitely pulled a Charlie or Charlie pulled a Tammy. Yeah, she was white girl two stepping all over that stage. (laughs) Girl. Killing all the butterflies. (laughs) She was. I was surprised. I thought that Michelle Williams song was super good. I kind of forgot about that one. Yeah, that's actually one that I go back to even, I mean, last week I listened to that song. It's a classic for me. It's a good one. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Tammy Brown goes home and technically she's out of the competition, but not out of our heart. So I guess I I was wrong. I always forget that Tammy went out so early because she made such an impact, but she's definitely one that sticks with you throughout all the seasons of like, you know, the whole 
Drag Race legacy. And she comes back for All Stars, which is really big. The fact that second person out, like, obviously she made an impact on Rue. Right. right. Yeah. Especially after the finale, like, it could have gone either way. She could have <laughs> been eliminated from the, the Hursary altogether. For sure. But um, before we continue, why don't we go ahead and take a quick little break here and we'll be back with some more Drunk Hursary. Yes. What's water? Hey everyone, thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks, or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us, tfcpod at gmail.com, and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. All right, you guys, welcome back to uh, Drunk Cursory. What are we doing? Something drunk, involving recording for the people. Yeah, we had to refill our uh, Bibi Zahara Jungle Kitty juices. Uh, <laughs> so delicious. Yeah, girl, I'm at full power now. Yeah, buckle up, hose. So, yeah. Should we get on with the... the well, actually, also, I feel like we need to speed this up because we're almost at an hour now and we're like yeah. two episodes in. So, sorry, everyone. We're going to speed this show <laughs> Before I puke and die. <laughs> Sony doesn't have a coaster. What are you doing, girl? Were you this born in a barn? History. I'm Probably. chopping down the cherry tree as we speak. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Trivia question number two. And I did this in multiple choice form, but I think I'm going to make it completion form since you're such an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, feel Uh, free, girl. Do it however you want. Who wore the Medusa look to the runway in season one? (gasps) Oopy, BB, ooh, Chanel. Damn. I got that one. What's your answer? I was going to say Chanel, but Seth got there first. Okay, so both of you got it right. Fuck off. So that means yes! I have to take the shot, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, the, I think so. If, so basically if here's the rules and we're just like making this up just right now. So <laughs> Yeah, this is like the so punch. As we <laughs> we're just making this up. So these are the drunk <laughs> these are the drunk history rules. So basically as when the question is asked, whoever doesn't get the question right has to drink. If both people get the question right, then the questionnaire person or questioner or however yeah. you say that. Yeah. Questionnaire. <laughs> they have to take a shot. <laughs> so someone always loses, girl. Yeah. Well, Mike Pence always loses, so. So I'm pouring my absolute Chitron right now. Good for you, girl. Yes. Not me. We are back in the interior illusions lounge. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's so beautiful in here. I can see my reflection. So vibey. Yeah, Santino just told me my outfit sucks. Sounds yeah. about right. Also, Santino says I look and sound I mean, like Santino, a woman, not even your though outfit. I'm a yeah. boy. Yeah. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> he looks homeless in every episode, so really, like, <laughs> who's the fucking <laughs> one that needs to be judged now? no shit where is he now okay that was terrible in a gutter i'm I'm gonna need everyone to answer their questions incorrectly next time being served 
Yes, girl. All right, so let's just let's finish this shit up. Uh, so next challenge, uh, next next mini challenge is trivia, and <laughs> it's like cool. Uh, <laughs> the next main <laughs> challenge is that you have to channel your inner Oprah, and um, so they basically like all just kind of like take their interpretation of it. But Rebecca thinks she has to like legit interpret, like impersonate oprah yeah she's like super prepared to do blackface and the girls are like girl calm down you just need to embody oprah you don't need to be like breaking out your good afros and cocoa powders yeah talk about a literal queen is she a kardashian (laughs) (laughs) yeah girl literally literally I also want to highlight in this episode how BB's like trying super hard to keep up her accent and but she's like <laughs> entrepreneur like Medea. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> that was my favorite part. I like laughed so much. I was like, all right, BB work. Get it, girl. Serve the people. All right. So they have to channel the inner Oprah surprise. They have to do a news report for reading from a teleprompter. They have to interview. They have to do one of like Oprah's like recommended products or whatever pitches (laughs) (laughs) and then they have to like interview tori spelling and dean mcdermott who i don't know who he is that's tori's now ex i'm pretty sure they had a they had a reality show for a second i think they got like three kids yeah tori what the fuck tori spelling like really (laughs) 90210 girl she was super popular in 2009 i guess what is her name like donna and she was donna donna summer (laughs) <laughs> donna summers no was uh, it donna i'm pretty sure I she played was, donna on it was donna simmer donna i don't know listeners let us know this is <laughs> terrible i hate yeah. all the celebrities this season <laughs> <laughs> well except for michelle williams we yeah, can keep her besides her yeah only because she has been touched by b yes <laughs> That's the only reason <laughs> yes girl so Akashi i think you said really touched bad. by d by the way what i think you said touched by d at first and i was like what <laughs> girl you're drunk well her current husband is a d so there you go Where? uh all right so akasha does really bad in the challenge uh nina messes up one of the topics and then accidentally says that tori spelling has hiv and then they all thought it was really funny to make fun of people having hivs <laughs> I was like, what is Somewhere happening? Somewhere in the corner, Angina's crying. Those assholes. <laughs> right? This is when dark humor should not come out. Not when there's a bunch of cameras watching you. They're like, we're gay, but not that gay. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> basically. Yeah. Uh, Chanel did really bad also. She just basically kept talking and didn't give them a chance to answer. Um, mm-hmm. So Angina did good. Woohoo. Yeah. So runway category <laughs> is best drag. <laughs> All right. We're in the main challenge or whatever anyways i don't know i'm drunk and the queens like were their west worst track of all time this is fun i'm totally down like, for this speed category really is basic drag so <laughs> yeah yeah like, there wasn't like for a best drag category there wasn't anything like super outstanding yeah remember like season 11's best drag category fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> ouch so this is when chanel wore her snake lady medusa outfit and admitted in the reunion that she let the uh big headpiece fall off to be more vulnerable yeah and this yeah, is which... where 
Chanel like prove to everyone that she's like thinks she's bigger than what she really is. <laughs> okay, so Stoney's been really hating on Chanel this whole fucking recap, but I remember watching the first time and I thought I was like the whole time I was like, wow, Chanel like uh, boy Chanel's fucking hot. Like look at that butt. Like oh I, my like gosh. when I first watched the show, I was like really fucking into Chanel. Like I was like Chanel's super hot. I okay, so Chanel attitude. had good cakes, but I feel like I would just be worn out because if I had to date her, I would just have to keep going to town if you get my drift, just to make sure she's not talking. Well, he, okay, Uh-oh. listen, here's what it like, is. Let me wear her out real good so it's she doesn't have shit to say. It's not that, like, here's the thing. I think Chanel's drag is good. It's Let me tell you something. I don't tell you guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Listen to me. Listen to me. (laughs) Okay. Here's the thing. I don't like queens when they like showboat and they talk about how great they are. It annoys me. So basically to me, Chanel is very much like Alexis Michelle from season nine because it's almost like, oh my God, I'm so good at everything. And like, how dare the judges say I did this because my looks are absolutely great. And I can't stand Alexis Michelle. I'm just like, or like, or like um, Monique Hart. <gasps> How dare you, bitch? Oh, she's How not wrong. Dare you. Are we going she's there? She's not wrong. I mean, maybe. Okay, you're not wrong about that. And actually, so <laughs> she's not wrong. I don't know. Maybe she just annoys me. So <laughs> I'm trying to be humble these days, listeners. I'm trying. Okay. I don't know. Girl. She just annoys me. Okay. Is that okay to just be annoyed with somebody? Fuck yeah. You could be annoyed like, with there's her. There's some people That's that fine. just bother you and you have no idea why, but all you know is that you don't like that bitch and that's all you need to make the world. Oh my God. This podcast is never yes. ending. <laughs> no. <laughs> so also I really wanted to highlight BB's Zahara Bonet's cheetah body suit because this is like the origination of the Ratakatikitata yes. jungle kitty. And talk about an epic wig, like there's that whole moment. She went fully down the runway without showing you the bodysuit, went back, took it off, and then dragged the like cape she had on for some extra added drama. It was just like well very Fierce. well executed. Yes, Bibi obviously wins this challenge. Uh, Chanel and Akasha bottom two. Chanel, like we said, lost her headpiece, but um, ended up being with uh, Akasha eliminated. So, girl, bye. This is the episode bye, where girl. Akasha slips and falls. Oh yeah, this is the episode where she falls down the runway. Ooh, talk about cringe worthy. Like I'm very much one of those people that gets embarrassed for things happening to people. So this is one of those moments. So, I was just like, oh no, girl, turn around and leave. Just so basically, leave. like Chanel should have went home, except Kakasha slipped and fell. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I'm not co-signing. Girl. I mean, I might half co-sign that one. <laughs> Whatever. Screw you guys. <laughs> All right, so we're on to episode four. I have a napkin in my drink. Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> There's a mini challenge this episode to give advice to each other on how to improve your drag. <laughs> and everyone was like, don't listen to whatever Santino says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> just boxing tivo y'all so then y'all. Uh, they get put into teams and they have to put their partner in makeup and they each have 30 minutes each person and whoever does the best job i guess this is actually a mini challenge i don't know it's really <laughs> confusing 
I'm drunk, so I don't know. The mini challenges. I don't really know. We're just right like <laughs> go to Walmart and like buy a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on over there? I don't know. People are yelling. Shout out to Seattle. Like, I hope that's people really love Stranger Things here. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, why is Jason in your apartment? It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, oh god, all right. Well, hopefully my apartment doesn't get attacked, but I'll keep you guys updated. Wait. Um, oh my gosh. So I think uh so Chanel, I thought she painted on Gina. I thought that was the best transformation, but obviously she not win and Jade won for her painting on Nina. Yeah, my mm. my favorite transformation is when Merle turned into Michelle Visage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel that girl. <laughs> we still have to get to one more drunk her street before that shit happens. You are so fucking rude. <laughs> Listeners, take notes. Stoney's the shadiest. Yes. Chanel, of course, again, she says that she deserves to win the challenge. And I think she was right, but apparently, based on previous conversations, I was the only one. No, I'd agree with you there. I think that she turned it out more, so you got to give it to who She's turned it out. She's a makeup artist. Right. Chanel is a lot for me sometimes, but I think that she probably deserved to win this one. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. For the main challenge, they have to design a MAC Viva Glam look. And the campaign donates 100% of proceeds to charity for HIV research. So cool. So, yeah, great cause. It's nice to see that in season one. We don't see anything nice like that anymore <laughs> Anymore these no, days. No, just the AIDS walk invites on Facebook. I know. I feel like they're just like prep happened and then no one cared. It's like weird to me. Yeah, everyone's back to fucking. Basically. So uh, Rebecca is really emotionally going through it this episode because her friend has hiv and aids and she i guess um is kind of isolating isolated himself from their group of friends so she's just kind of overcome like with emotion and was not able to really do her fullest yeah she doesn't really know how to translate her feelings into the challenge and how to just really get through it and sure, it's a lot, like, especially if it's a good friend that has been diagnosed. So I don't want to take away from that moment. But at the same time, it's like, okay, girl, use that as fuel and get it together. Definitely. Also, we get the first, hi. Hi. Did you guys notice that? Angina? Yeah. Shout out to Race Chaser Pod. They had Angina on the show and Alaska acknowledged that that is where hi came from. Yeah. There's no bad blood. It's just whatever. Angina gives no shits. I'm glad Alaska acknowledged it and she didn't just like fucking take claim to it. No, that's that's a real queen. She's always acknowledged it. And I love Cardi B, but it's not like a Cardi B trying to out coin um no not you cardi not you chloe kardashian not you drag race that goes back to paris is burning so i mean the kardashians stole everything so let's take it all the way back if we're doing our research yeah let's talk about kimono real quick yes thanks girl anyways um so yeah the challenge is really good angina um she won and her viva glam campaign was about celebration and like Yes, you have HIV, maybe you have HIV, HIV positive or AIDS, but you should just celebrate the life that you have. 
Yeah, and we find out why this um, came out so authentically and as real and inviting as it did. Yeah, on the runway, she did admit that she had been living with, uh, she had been HIV positive for two years. Yeah, at the time. So this was 2009. So Angina is still with us, very strong and kicking, Mm -hmm. very much, you know, giving us the tea and the sparkle and the sass. (laughs) So... Yeah, that what yes. a huge moment for Drag Race, especially in season one, because you've already got drag, and then you add another layer on to queer culture, which you know is the AIDS crisis. So it's just right. a huge, huge moment. Yeah, I was kind of in and out of season one when it aired originally, so I don't, I didn't actually remember this moment because I, I don't think I'd seen this episode back then. But that was really powerful to me, I think, and also just the fact that it just goes to show like how much scientific research into things can help a situation because you know just the fact that we can have uh drugs that help people like angina survive and thrive you know like that's a huge deal so thank Prep you for all. yeah thank you to you know people in our government snaps that actually like supported it instead of yeah. just like shunning super gay snaps. people yeah right right um, also, this episode was the setting for one of my favorite, Nina. Oh, sorry. I think the Demogorgon died. <gasps> Everyone's cheering. Y'all, we are recording this during the premiere of Stranger Things. So we're just trying to get through this so we can watch some aliens and shit. Yeah. This is the episode where my favorite Nina Flowers look is. And it's the one where she has those beautiful feathers on her wrists. And I, she got criticized for her look heavily on the runway, but fuck Merle Ginsburg <laughs> and Santino Rice. I don't know. These basic and... ass judges. I see why Rue didn't talk to Michelle for a couple years after Michelle was like, girl, I'm busy. I can't do your show because yeah. this is what she was left with. I would be upset yeah. too. Like, give me Same genuine, girl. give me engagement, give me interested, give me not a fucking douchebag. I mean, anything right. but what you're serving is, and basic bangs. Merle is terrible. She is not basic a good bangs. judge. She provides nothing of no substance. substance. There are times I get annoyed yeah. with Michelle because Michelle can be just a bitch for no reason. But at least Michelle yeah. like has like Michelle's convictions a, yes. and cares. <laughs> yeah. Whereas like Merle's just like, I don't know, like I tried to type this out on my MacBook Michelle's- and it didn't come out right. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, Mich- Michelle's definitely coming from a good place, but she gives it to you in a very TV friendly kind of way. But it's also like a this is the tea kind of way. Like she's got that balance down. Merle is just your everyday boy on cube. Like she's just basic. She does enough, but you still got to add a little something else. Yeah, for sure. Sorry, I'm just distracted by all the fucking straight people. <laughs> <laughs> So Angina wins the challenge, and yes, she did reveal she has been living with HIV, and it was really an emotional moment. Jade and Rebecca Glasscock are in the bottom two. Jade won the lip sync, but somehow they let Rebecca stay. It was really weird. <laughs> I feel like this was another like moment where just like Rue was just like, whatever, I don't like Jade, so bye. <laughs> Yeah, it was fucking the travesty of season one. Like before, you know, Nina West and Sugar <laughs> King got eliminated unfairly. <laughs> this was it, girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I see it. So 
Um, yep. So actually, Rebecca goes home and Jade's like, wow, Rebecca Glasscock's a big old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and all of us were just like, agreed. <laughs> yeah. Same girl. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Both elegant girl. All right. We're in episode five. So now everyone's pissed at Rebecca because she's still there. <laughs> everyone's like, Rebecca's the biggest bitch of all time. Best recap ever. Yeah. For real. Um, so the video challenge in episode five is working out led by a series of like badass female fighters of different backgrounds. BB is like so pissed. Chanel has to take a break in the middle of it because she's winded. <laughs> <laughs> and then BB just gave up. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So now we're on to the main challenge. And Rebecca, she was the last surviving member of the Hunger Games. And... <laughs> <laughs> she gets to pick all the pairings they're pairing up female fighters with drag queens and they have to do the makeovers so you're stupid uh, <laughs> why thank you thank you you two called me stupid i don't see you walking children in nature <laughs> wow okay so <laughs> so what are we what are we doing now oh lucy lawless xena warrior princess was the guest judge on this episode and i loved that show so yeah i remember that being an early connector of seth and i when we first became friends is that basically all the gays and marching hundred had watched xena the warrior princess yeah we were all lesbians oh my god see like I watched Xena Gabrielle. too, but I had I've no one every to talk episode to of that show. about it. Yeah, I've seen every episode of that show. Fuck Kevin Sorbo, that fucking Republican Trash. asshole. We're going to like do a Xenia Warrior Princess like podcast. Spin-off. Ooh, <laughs> Halloween 2019. <laughs> I like I like her like blonde friend, whatever her name is. Gabrielle. Yeah. They were in the hot tub, and it was so steamy. Super sexy. <laughs> I was into it. Girl. Okay, so they make up the fighters. Oh, and then Bruce surprises them. They have to like do a lip sync, the fighters, to Freakum Dress by Beyonce. Yes. Such an iconic song. song. I love that song. Yes. I love it. Uh, so the makeover challenge, I thought Nina and Angina did the best jobs for their makeovers. Like the actual fighters looked like supermodels, actually. Also, um, with BB, I thought they were too harsh on BB's Zahara Bonet. Like if you've listened to All Stars 3, you might be surprised by this statement. <laughs> my my speaking about BB's Zahara Bonet. But uh, the look was supposed to be Middle Eastern inspired. So that means lots of eyeliner and makeup. So I don't understand what the Merle Ginsburg had to say about you know this. white bread doesn't know shit about Middle Eastern <laughs> culture and fashion so god damn so it's like I don't compute like where's sorry I'll where's say the shoulder it. pads <laughs> where's my falafel say what you will know. if you're listening to this and disagree but white bread don't know what she's talking she's about like why isn't she wearing jorts so yeah it doesn't make I'm sense I'm not losing any sleep over my assessment <laughs> it's accurate <laughs> Uh, okay, so Rebecca wins the challenge somehow. <laughs> Who fucking knows? This is season 11 shit all over again. Um, <laughs> BB and Angina are in the bottom two. Super fierce lip sync, and BB wins, and Angina is eliminated. Bye, so, girl. RIP, Angina. Love you, Love girl. Love you a long time. Yeah. But she's out. 
Yes. Oh, shit. I'm not adding nothing. All right. So <laughs> episode six, and we are in a mini, mini challenge that is a Vogoth in homage to Paris is Burning, which is the whole basis of this television show. That's right. And I like the opening of the show because it kind of gave Rue's background and just the idea for the show. But of course, we have to acknowledge Paris is Burning because voguing is a huge part of the community. Ballroom is like the one place Balls. that was like... Mm-hmm our thing like this is the thing we had to look forward to through the AIDS crisis and just discovering what queerness was and all the various shades of queerness so I appreciated this homage very much so yeah isn't this like the anniversary of Paris is burning oh it's the 30th anniversary of Paris is oh burning. yeah in 2019 yeah our former guest um speaker <laughs> whatever is happening our former guest person elizabeth that was on our gaga episode went to vegas with us she reminded Mm -hmm. us that 30 years ago was paris is burning the movie or documentary that's right and we have all kinds of like episode ideas for you all but time is precious so we'll give it to you one day yes time is valuable all right, so God, where what's happening? The right booze now? is taking over. Oh my God, I'm lost in my. I notes. feel like Wait, I'm on a magic. Should carpet. we do another trivia soon, or? Oh yeah, I've got it. Oh, <laughs> do you hear a sound, girl? Organized over here. Way to go, Stony. Forcing the universe's Actually, this one was texted to me by Reynolds, so you can thank him for this question. What a douchebag. <laughs> so. Question is, what happens only once in the entire RuPaul series? It happens in this season and never happens again. Oh, wow. Good question, Ronald. So there's no multiple choice? No, the last question was like, (laughs) holy shit. So wait. You need to be a studied queen. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm not. So the question is, what happens only once? It happens in this season and never happens again. Ooh, this is very difficult. I'm trying to think what happened this season that never happens again. (sighs) This is very difficult. Ooh, I'm thinking very hard, listeners. I'm digging deep right now. (laughs) Like, so I know someone slipped and fall. Like, that happened, like, multiple seasons. Does it happen multiple seasons? Yeah. Somebody has fell. I mean, Robbie Turner fell on the skates. okay. It's happened. Um, Venus Delight body slammed someone. (laughs) Lucha Libre. Who the fuck is Venus, I don't by even the way. know how to answer. Like, I might just answer. I don't know. I don't know. Because I, don't know. I, I really don't. Okay. Well, you guys both have two shots. But the <laughs> answer <you>. is <laughs> the season RuPaul leaves the judges panel to make a decision about who wins the lip sync. Wow. That only happened oh, in season one. She leaves the stage. She leaves the stage to decide who I wins. I don't remember that. That was only in season one. I remember yeah. her struggling She's never left to again. answer, but I don't wow. remember her actually leaving. Yeah. She walks off stage, girl. Oh, Mama Ru. That missed me. All right. Ah, oh, God damn it. I don't want to do this. Oh, Reynolds, actually, he just texted me again, and he said, 
wow, you're a real dick. You were supposed to answer that question too, so now you have to take a shot with Jamal and Stoney. What an asshole that dog is. Wow. Great. Reynolds so sassy today. How did, wow. how did we end up with him even? I don't really know. It's probably Annabelle. You can give him away if you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he reads we've almost like better drank, than we do like there's a lot of vodka gone from this bottle now perfect this is for you listeners successful drunk history <laughs> for real can we just have a moment this is episode 100 congratulations girls congratulations to us and the listeners so this shot is for you all, all right cheers yes queens. you cheers oh my gosh gross <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Seth is dying actually. <laughs> Ew. Are you okay? Gross. Are you okay? That went down the wrong hole, girl. <laughs> We're doing this for you, Whew. America. <laughs> I'm like I hope you guys are happy with yourselves. <laughs> Gargling with fucking Sprite because that was so awful. <laughs> Gross. Sprite zero. Sprite zero. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, but you Sprite on the real Jungle Kitty. <laughs> uh, fuck. Woo, I'm back, you guys. <laughs> this is, I didn't die. This is 30. I thought you were going to die for a second. <laughs> I thought I was going to die for a second. <laughs> I saw my whole eye flash before my eyes. <laughs> this is 30. Woo. <laughs> All right, you guys, so let's get back into the recap. So in episode six, Rebecca and Nina, they are the top two of the Vogue off. Mm -hmm. And they have to Vogue for 30 minutes straight. (laughs) (laughs) For real. Survivor drag. (laughs) Yeah, they're like hot and sweaty and exhausted. (laughs) Edges laid with sweat. Yeah. So of course, Chanel's super pressed. She thought she should be out there with Nina. Yeah, you know Chanel's not going to settle for anything less than number one. So Chanel's so annoying. <laughs> Sorry, I think I might die. All right, anyways. <laughs> if anyone knows anything about alcohol, please DM us. It'll be too late, but it's fine. <laughs> Shut up, Seth. Let them help me. I love how we were like, oh, this episode should only be like 15 minutes and we're like an hour 20. Yeah, turns out this is a 24-hour telephone. (laughs) Welcome to Jerry's Kids, bitch. (laughs) Oh, no. This is all bad. All right. So, Nina... Flowers wins the Vogue off. Yes, queen. The main challenge. Yes, girl. The main challenge is a ball. They have to do three looks. First category is swimwear. Second category is executive realness. You have to look like a real businesswoman. Hallelujah. And category three is an evening gown. And so all of their looks are expired inspired <laughs> by <laughs> we'll get there just give me a moment <laughs> by by absolute vodka flavors the sponsor of season one and our podcast yeah we're like i don't know we're promoted by i can't talk anymore so i'm sorry i don't know basically i'm trying to say like absolute like also helps us absolutely (laughs) all right so each girl gets a fruit flavor of vodka to to model their outfits after 
Uh, and because Nina wins, she gets to choose her own. And then she gets to choose all the fruits for the other girls. So she picks a mango for herself. BB is Miss Raspberry. Chanel is Mandarin. And Rebecca is Citron. Oh, yeah. We're in the top four, by the way. <laughs> yes, girl. We got there. Yeah. <laughs> we did it, y'all. Four more hours left. <laughs> okay, we can do this. Someone stole Chanel's pin, and she's like, where's my pin? I always keep it with my fucking notebook. This is me, like, she, every day. She was lit. She was lit. <laughs> then, oh, in order to lighten it. the mood, everyone's stressed, and Miss Charo comes in, coochie-coochie-cooing. Yes, charoing all over the place. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny about yeah, the pen like, thing. Yeah, in 2009, Charo was like an A-list celebrity. <laughs> she really was popular. They also like talk about Donald Trump like three to four different times throughout the season. Yeah, yeah, T for sure. He was a reality star on The Apprentice, if you guys don't remember. Uh-huh. Yeah, before he had like dementia. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> so, um, so I think the best part of this whole entire season is this Congo line led by Charo because Rue is like trying to be not like handsy with Rebecca, but at the same time, she's also like trying to be like, I'm a cool, hip, relaxed person, but also like super robotic and uptight. I noticed that too. I was like, oh, hands on a contestant. Yes. Rue is like super involved with the contestants back in the day like it was a whole different show girl and she's a scorpio she's in an open relationship i was also gonna say rebecca glasscock is kind of trade like i want to date javier javier is same so well cute. there was yeah there was a lot of rough trade on this season girl mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh so <laughs> my other <laughs> My other shout out to this whole season is Chanel saying, I am delicious with Mandarin. Uh, <laughs> and everyone was uh, like, I'm going to vomit. What the fuck? Can we not do the tongue ASMR shit on here? Oh, stop it. <laughs> that is gross, girl. I'm sorry, podcast <laughs> listeners. Like, if you need to vomit and pull over on the road, it's fine. <laughs> girl we gotta finish i have to go to the bathroom so bad sorry queens <laughs> all right so then this they ask the queens who should go home rebecca <laughs> says chanel and bb and nina say rebecca and then chanel says herself because she doesn't want to be there anymore uh-huh and everyone was just like that's fine <laughs> <laughs> I mean, personally, I would prefer to Chanel, BB, Nina, top three, but whatever. Silence. I mean, Chanel sucks, so like... What, Unpopular opinion. Whenever you want to go, <laughs> No, we don't like Chanel. Whatever. All right, so she felt like she was being criticis- cri- <laughs> criticized more than everybody else. And so she's like, girl, I'm out. So um, BB wins the ball, Obvi. She was really good. And then Chanel and Rebecca are the bottom two, and Rebecca looks like a sea hag in her her lip sync. <laughs> a sea hag? She's like a fucking no. mess. I love sea yeah. hags. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody fucking loves sea hags. 
<laughs> anyway, so Chanel looked like a beautiful woman, but she gets sent home because she did not have the charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent because she wanted to basically not be there. Yeah, she was checked out. Yeah, so everyone oh. was like, fuck off, Chanel. Yes, girl. All right, we made it to the finale. Hallelujah. Yes, queen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> So Santino and Merle found themselves into the workroom and they're like, girl, we're shooting RuPaul's music video for Cover Girl. Put that bass in your wall. Yeah, yes. no one's ever heard this song before, so it's like completely original. Yeah, it's new. <laughs> I was playing this at my parties at IU. I did not watch Drag Race, but I followed RuPaul very much so. So I was all over the track and I was playing it at my parties. You're like an early adopter. Yeah, I was without yeah. even watching he the show. He was a part of her MySpace Even though it was team. like 20 years later. I know. I I do <laughs> my history. I'm smart. Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, unlike some people, stony. Yeah, that <laughs> exactly. Like, Whatever. I'm not gay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. All right, you guys. So in the finale, they all have to come up with their own verse. They have to have lunch with RuPaul's Fuck. and. Uh, I think that's it. I'm not really sure. We'll figure it out later. They're eating um, tic-tacs. Or... <laughs> the tic-tac lunches. Yeah. Yeah, I miss those. They don't we do don't that anymore We don't have to either. talk about those, so. Yeah. So, <laughs> basically, um, Rebecca, like, really struggles throughout every task. She can't seem to make it to the video shoot on time. And even when she does get there, she looks like a goddamn hot mess. <laughs> she looks like a sea hag again. This is the worst season ever. She looks ever. like fucking homeless <laughs> Ursula or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, all right, let's fast forward this shit. So, yeah, so basically, we are in the finale, and uh, Rebecca, like, during her questioning, I think it's fair to, they're like, oh, like, why do you think everyone hates you, Rebecca? And she's like, oh, well, they're just all old. And everyone's just like, no reaction. <laughs> they're like, me, like, fuck you, Rebecca. We're not going to give you our fucking attention. Idiot. Sad. So Rebecca is obviously eliminated first. <laughs> They're like, "All right, well, thanks for coming, <laughs> Rebecca. Bye." Peace, girl. Nice try. And everyone was just like, "We knew you're just here for like the show." Yeah. And then Nina and BB have to lip sync to cover a girl again, now available on iTunes. <laughs> and then <laughs> the winner is BB, but. Those two were so fierce. Both outfits were great. During my first watch of season one, I was a Nina Flowers fan. I'm not going to lie. So I was really wanted her to win the first time. But rewatching it, I can now see that baby Zahara Bonet was the rightful winner of the season. Yeah, same here. I felt the same way because I was super into Nina, but BB had always been bringing it since day one, so I had to acknowledge that, and she deserved the win. Yeah, I was kind of like split on Nina and BB, but I was... So it was like one of those things where I felt okay with BB winning. So, yeah. like, Seth, did you watch it actually live, or like, did you watch it later? I didn't watch it when it was first airing in 2009, but I came into watching RuPaul's Drag Race at season four, I think. And um, at that point, you know, of course, I fell in love with it and then went okay. back and watched seasons one, two, and three at that nice. point. Nice. Yeah, I started season three. Yeah, I didn't. I think 
so I watched part of season one, but I didn't actually watch the ending of it. It was like season three or four, I think I I went back and watched it, but like watched parts of it. Um, so I knew that like Nina or not Nina that um BB had won at that point. Yeah, she was the rightful winner. I think that Nina Flowers would have been a really great winner also. They both had really great attitudes. They were both really kind. They were both just, I don't know, great queens. And there was lots of uh, people of color representation on season one, too. So Yeah, Drag Race historically has always done a good job with representation as far as the color spectrum goes. That's what I love about it is that it definitely, like... There's no other reality show in America, at least, that has the representation of just, like, people of color and just, like, gay people, like, than Drag Race. Because it's just, like, straight up, like, we're picking the best drag queens. Queerness. And so you see lots of people of color. So I'm really proud of Drag Race for, like, continuing that tradition. Yeah, and I'm proud of drag race for getting santino rice and merle ginsburg off the show girls they had to go (laughs) they were honestly terrible like obviously in season two we'll see more of them but thankfully in season three it starts to like more shift towards the michelle's that's the the end game t yeah girl all right well that's season one we did it you guys only five hours and we made it so. episode 100 you guys congratulations we did it 100 episodes oh congratulations. i hope you guys like this because like i don't really like getting drunk all the time but this was kind of fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> please tell your friends about us um bring a friend to the show at tfc pod on twitter and instagram um subscribe rate Send review if you leave a review or read it on the show Let's make this a party, y'all. We've already been having a good time. Let's take it to the next level. Yeah, girl, let's have a kiki. Kiki. But yeah, so let us get out of here. But we will be back with season two in the future. So keep an eye out for that. And until next time. Bye, bitch. Bye. 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 Chanel sucks. Bye. (laughs) I have to go throw up. (laughs) 